it's January, goal setting month. Do you think most people just set goals in January? And then, because this is what happened to me, right? I, I opened this book so that we could talk about our goals for this year. And then I found last year's goals that I'd written here. It wasn't just goals. I'd written like a whole bunch of like reflections and I haven't looked at it since. <laughs> Do you think that's what happens to most people? Oh, 99%. I think the statistics... Was that, are you saying 99% because that's how you, that's the category no, you no, fall no, no, into? No, 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 or? no, no, no. I, de- I definitely fall into that category. But I think from everything that I've seen from self-help people and like internet stuff, it's, it talks about... Basically, it's it's like ninety five percent of people who set goals on January first are have given up on that goal three weeks into it. Wow. Well, let me just say that I haven't I didn't, I didn't give up on those goals that I wrote. Um, I just write them like mine become more of like a to do daily thing where I write them on my daily lists of like okay this is gonna what I'm gonna achieve and you know so yeah, I can I'd, look at I'd all say these things. You're u- the unique one. Right. Like I'm mean, correct me if I'm wrong out there, people, but. Do you tend to set things that you don't do? At least one thing of the things that you set, you don't do. Yeah, definitely. I have every intention to, but because I didn't make a plan, I didn't. Right. didn't. I'm a big fan of just not doing any of them. Not doing I anything. Mean, people, people fail on the third week. I like, if you don't start, you can't fail. But this year is different. Hashtag science. This year is different, right? This year is different. But yeah. This well, why is this year different? Why do you feel more motivated? Or do you just feel more like well, you need a... I think for me, I'm at like a... I think this year carries more meaning because it's, it's at the end of the most stressful year of my life, you know? Um, and a lot of the changes that have to happen uh, have to happen on such a grand scale um, so the rest of our life can be good, that like I'm just at a place where I'm willing to accept change a bit more, mm-hmm. um, and you understand that it's that you're the one who has to make that change. Yeah, but I also think we're at a place where we have a bit of the resources in order to devote the time and the energy and the um, and the the mental headspace in order to do it. But there is still a certain there's still a uh, reality to having to do the work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think that there are a few stars that have aligned to allow it to happen now. Mm. Um, yeah. And, like, you know, I think a lot of the, because with our changes and our goals uh, being business related, mm-hmm. um, that'll allow, you know, family stuff to happen. Um, I think that we didn't previously have the mindset around the necessary change, you know? I think we're at a place where the mindset has aligned with the time of year, with the right, the place in our business, with the everything else. What you mean by that is like we've just been, our kids are now at an age where we can focus more on business rather than focusing on just survival. Yeah, yeah, and I'm wondering if if uh, I don't know if there's a specific age for that, you know, because we still have a two year old. But it's like we don't have an right. infant. You know, we don't have something that's... And, you know, we've done so much learning and growing with the other two boys to this point in time. So we have a better understanding, a little bit of what's happening. And yeah. I don't know. And I also think it's like just what we want. Like, I think we just want to change things with ourselves and our business 
so much that it's driving us forward. Yeah. You know, I think it's just the determination alone is making us make changes. Right. Um, That's what I mean. You asked what I think makes this year different. Right. And I think it's all those things. Okay. It's a multifactorial. Yeah. It's not like you're suddenly new me. New me, new year, new me. <laughs> no, that is not um, the case. But we did this, remember when we did the, uh, if you've been listening to our podcast. No, I don't think it was a podcast. It was just a video we made on the... Um, vision board? The vision boards. I don't remember the vision board. We should like get that back out again because I think our vision board... A lot of it had to do with like creating a homestead, like both on both sides. Remember, you had like more knife making, more. Yeah. Um, it was like basically we're either going to go move and live on a beach somewhere, or we're going to have a homestead. Right. And here we are, right? Yeah. I just wonder, like, if something like that, as because we're talking about family goal setting today, mm-hmm. or like family, you know, vision mapping. Because I think goal setting that word is so daunting for people. Goal setting is um, also corny. Yeah, I d- yeah. Like, Here's my goals, my knock goal out of the park. That's just because you like, don't like goals. I love it. No, I just think like the goal. people who are all about like set your goals and your goals on the yeah, score. Keep, keep talking. I'm wanting I to know. know. I just, I just, I don't. I just find that there's a culture around goal setting that's not realistic. Yeah. I think it's. I and think the, a lot of it comes. Sorry to to just interrupt you, but I wonder if a lot of it comes because it feels very uh, like process oriented, and life doesn't work like that. Life is not like linear it's you know up down sideways um you know it just happens yeah maybe i I, yeah i mean i definitely don't vibe with that Mm -hmm. but i don't know i just i think there's a weird culture around goal setting that's not realistic for a number of things i think there's people who do it and i think there's people who do it well but i think there's also people who sell it and sell this uh. idea of goal setting and like but don't actually follow through with it and it's become like cliche in a way oh well you could say that about anything people are trying to sell sure um but yeah i thought we could talk about family goal setting well no family what are we going to call it? family vision board well, something when you were talking about the vision board that kind yeah. of popped into my head is like you were saying that it's not linear like that. You know, like life's not linear like that. But I also think that there's a reality to goal setting where like that I'm realizing that you do the process of maybe setting the goals and you never look at it again. But what that does and what that's done for us in our lives is kind of set the vision forward of like that's the direction we're heading. Right. Whether or not you revisit back to that goal, like. Well, I think you have it in the back of your head. and Yeah, but never even consciously think about it again. Oh, I, mean, I, I was going to say, but you're consciously thinking about it every day. See, I don't. Oh. Like, I never consciously think about oh, it again. Okay. I write a goal down and then it's gone. You know, like, it, like it, it, I huh. never think about it again. But oh, somehow okay. it happens. Well, you it know, doesn't, like, I, if, if that happens to you, then it obviously wasn't a very meaningful goal. Like, if you write a goal down and you don't remember what your goal is, like, how meaningful was it? You obviously don't want to achieve that thing well enough or maybe it's something you thought you should have been achieving or yeah yeah and i i'll agree with that i I think that maybe the goals i've set in the past were not meaningful goals you're just like Um, setting them to set a goal yeah people are like it's the first set of goals like i don't want to lose 10 pounds you know it's like give just shit about losing 10 pounds i want to deadlift 600 pounds i don't give yeah but remember like the results goals are like why do you want to do that Right, and then, but that's the thing is I've never had a why behind the goal. And right. That's what you wanted to talk about, right? Like well, setting the deeper why behind goals, which I think exactly. is important and unpacking, which is why 
this year's a little bit different is unpacking those mm. why behind the goal. Whereas like, I mean, take your vision board, for example, our vision board. It's mm. like, I never thought about that vision board again until we look at it years later and yours are the same you didn't look at those things but it but w- i didn't you're right i i was like oh i forgot i wrote these but, but you've done them but i've done a lot of them yeah, yeah exactly because that's how my brain works or they were meaningful sure. or maybe they were meaningful enough to me to you know i took action on all of these things yeah yeah i mean the same thing was when the goals that i, I had life goals that i set remember then and this is like a story that i've told before but it's like i had life goals that i had set of these like big grandiose things when I was younger and within two years of meeting you, I'd like accomplished all those life goals. Remember? Mm-hmm. And, 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 but I had never thought about those life goals again. I just like went back and looked at the list and was like, Oh, look at that. I did all my life goals. You mm-hmm. know, like, but I think that's the equivalent of like letting life happen to you versus like you taking control of your life. Because or, I think a lot of those things were like circumstantial that just kind of happened to you and us. And you could say that, or you could say that like like that was the underlying foundation of the direction I wanted to head, mm-hmm. and I didn't need to keep revisiting it in order for it to happen. Yeah. Like, maybe. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe I choose goals that are already in line with the direction I'm going. So I'm not like, right. I'm not, so like I'm already heading this direction and doing these things. So I choose goals that are at the end that if I keep doing what I'm doing, I'll eventually hit those. Mm. Maybe that's a subconscious thing. Maybe. Um, well, that's clearly not the goal we've chosen recently. The goal of making a million dollars in a year. Well, but even that you don't want to commit to. I do want to commit to. Not this year. I didn't say this year. Which is such year. a strange thing to say. I want to make a million dollars in a year, but because like, if we're well, being... then what's your goal this year? Let's well, let's not talk about that one. What's your goal this year then? <laughs> well, I don't have a goal this right. year. I, I put so to you... position myself to take the steps in order to make a million dollars in so a year. So you're still somehow. scared to commit to saying a goal because that million dollar thing is like, I'll make a million dollars in a year. Maybe not next year. Maybe they're not the year after when I'm feeling like it. Well, what's the issue with that? I was really pumped on my make a million dollars. Yeah, year. you're going to be was, pumped for about two weeks. It was a weeks. big setup. Well, I have to take the steps now in order to do that, right? right? Yes. But that's what I'm doing is I'm taking the steps now to make a million dollars in a year. I just don't realistically think making a million dollars in this year is possible. Mm-hmm. So should I have known it was this year goal, I would have said something like, make, Even though the call make we were doing was talking about 2021 goals. But anyway, today we're talking about family goals. <laughs> For us, one of the things that are really important is that we have values that align with both of our values and how values we, of the family. The, yeah, our yeah. family values. Like we, what you know, the kids don't have their own values, but we what we want their values to be. Mm-hmm. Right, and I think uh, we've done this a couple of times with ourselves, and every time you know we do it, we're like, what are our values again? And um, well, I know what mine are and I think yours were, we had like a couple that overlap, but anyway, we decided together. And if you are looking for a sheet to look for values, cause you're like, well, what is a value or where do I find values? Brene Brown does, a, has a, a sheet on her website. Just if you type in Brene Brown values sheet yep. and you can see the different values that, and what really speaks to you. And I think she says you can only choose two because if you have more than two, then you you know, you can't focus on more than two values at one time. Mm. Anyway, we have three. <laughs> Don't it's across two people. So it's technically one and a half per person. Okay. But I think, I think like 
if you listen to them, the, you know, so our values are authenticity, health, and adventure. And that's kind of the scope and the lens that we use for everything we do with our family. Um, and then we went a little further and wrote down like separately and then we kind of came together and discussed it. And we talked about, well, what do these mean to us? Like what does authenticity mean to us in terms of our family? What does health mean to us? What does adventure mean to us? Uh, what, you know, do you wanna, should we say? what those mean to us or do we want to just talk about the exercise that we did let me talk about the exercise say like essentially we i mean essentially and this was this was your idea right yeah i made this up so she made this up which was basically well i so i think the reason i made this up is because because of pat not being a goal-based person i think having things written down um to go back to and look at is really helpful for both him and I so that we can be like, well, remember when we discussed this, these are our values and just to have something to keep coming back to. So not necessarily there's like, you know, our goal this year is to have three vacations. It's more like let's live our life this way. And then, you know, if we want to set goals, we can, but at least we have this foundation, how we want to live our life day in and day out. Yeah. So it was really just for, I just, made this so that we can have conversations around what it is that we want and then from there we can go and be more specific of how to implement that on a day-to-day -day basis so the first thing was like figuring out what you think your values are and and you have to do this as a couple or if you're a single parent by yourself um and then what do they mean to you like what do they mean to you for us you know authenticity as a family means being honest having an open line of communication uh, allowing others to be themselves, you know, allowing the kids to be themselves, allowing us to be ourselves. Um, do you add anything to that? Yeah, I have my sheet. Um, I mean, obviously the definition of authenticity being real of just like mm -hmm. not putting on a face and not, and, and doing things that stay true to other components of what you do. So I think authenticity assists other values in my mind is like, Exactly. And I think it's that's like, why we chose three because right. it's like as a standalone like value, you know, it doesn't give like too much. It's like a very broad base to live from. Like yeah. it could be being like, well, that's obvious, be authentic, but it isn't that obvious. But I think it's like a it's like a base for the other. Yeah. For the other values. Yeah. In a way. Um, so the next one is, is health. And for us, this is obviously we run businesses based on health and we we want our kids to that to be the number one priority in their lives is making sure that they're healthy and because along with that comes what mental health physical health um relationship health I think, exactly I think, it's, I think it's again keeps relating back to the authenticity part it's like being real mm -hmm. and like not building up something fake in your head of like right this is how we should be it's like you know this is how we are and this is what we're going to express and we're going to work through emotional things like just like you said and Mm -hmm. Also focus on eating good food and trying to be happy and, right. <laughs> and you know, like it's... It, and we have a homestead, so we're trying to live from the land as much as we can and having an appreciation yeah. for nature and yeah. basically, yeah, it's just, you know, being harder to kill. Easier to love. Boom. Buy the t-shirt. Out soon. <laughs> Coming. 2021. Maybe Sometime. 22. 22. Josh... 2021 20, 22 come on man it's at the print shop it's been at the print shop for months and then our last one is adventure and uh you know for us this means being outside being active just 
moving every day, trying new things, playing, like having fun, traveling, creating new things. Uh, anything else? With adventure? Yeah. I think it's seeking things that are, uh, that make you feel free. Like, uh, like everything you just said, mm-hmm. but like, I think that the key to making adventure a value is understanding that it's not easy. Um, like it's really difficult and reflecting on the fact that like, okay, no, this is a core value. We're going to chase this whether we want to or not. Mm-hmm. Or like when the kid comes and he's like, Hey, let's go play soccer outside. Like that's an adventure. And even though you're tired and all these other things, it's like, well, no, that's our value. Like we want him to pursue things like right. going and playing soccer outside. So even if you're not feeling it, get out and do it. Yeah. And I think, and that kind of like segues into the next like thing that we, that we did was like, okay, well, how do we fit these into daily life? Not specifically like scheduling just yet, but like, how do these look in daily life? And then, you know, you can say that the authenticity piece is having personal reflection, <clears throat> reflection, you know, ownership of our actions, knowing when and how to say sorry, having gratitude, um, letting the kids be kids and not stifle them. I think sometimes it, as a parent and, uh, we base a lot of our emotions and feelings in parenting on what, how we were parented. And so to not like project that onto our children can be one of the challenges of being a parent. And I think, um, yeah, not stifling them is important. And, and then in terms of the health, you know, obviously the things we just kind of talked about, like eating good food and moving and constantly learning new ways to talking a lot, communicating Mm -hmm. and then open. Um, in terms of the adventure again like yeah those kind of those descriptions on how we're going to fit them into daily life is like every every day we have to get outside Um, being spontaneous I think also is something you know especially when you have a busy life and things things are kind of scheduled like um, being spontaneous with adventure like sure we might have like a free time and rather than just doing the same thing that we do every day be like hey let's go and do that and the other person kind of has to just be up for it. And it's usually Pat being like, hey, let's just go do that. And I'm like, oh my God, that sounds so outside my comfort zone. Um, but just, you know, being up for that. And um, and then and then we went further and we've kind of done this like organically as this, this week has kind of rolled out. But some of these things you do have to schedule. And I think for people to feel like they are taking control over their lives, this is how I feel. I don't know how you feel about this pat but having uh having each day and this this speaks to children too having a routine doing the same thing having things being very habitual um makes it more predictable kids know what's coming adults know what's coming so it just it it fosters this kind of like comfort and happiness i think in a household Mm. and i think that could be argued but I'm let's argue it. <laughs> well, I just don't think everyone has the framework to plan and schedule like that. Like if you told me to like schedule out a week for our whole family, I I would collapse in an emotional heap of anxiety because it's right. like I have zero desire to look that far into the future and like So even though I said this will reduce your anxiety in the long you term. You say that, but I don't it will not for for sure not for an individual like me now, but i've seen you when you're on a schedule and a routine i've seen you be more relaxed more like you know what's coming so you can plan 
for things that you want to plan for. I, I, I don't disagree with if you give me a schedule and say this is your schedule for today, I'll be like, great. I'm so glad I know what's happening and when. But if you said, I need you to schedule out two weeks, I would collapse But I would never say, heat. but, but that, that's like two weeks. Why would I say schedule out two weeks? How about just, hey, every night before you go to bed, you have to schedule out the day, the next day. I don't know what you guys are doing. I don't know what the rest of our life looks like. So to, the, the fact that I would have to be struggling through that would be too much of a nightmare for me. Mm-hmm. Well, lucky for you, you have my support. But what I'm saying is like, I wonder if other people who feel like me can actually do what you're saying. Well... I think it goes back to like taking ownership and being like, okay, I find scheduling out a week really hard. Um, I know like if you're, let's say you're a single parent or you're, you don't have a spouse. Let's say both spouses are like us, right? But you, you make the decision to make a change. You're like, okay, this isn't working every day. We get to six o'clock. I'm unhappy. I haven't worked out. I haven't done what I wanted to do. I didn't get any work done. I'm like, my whole life is just taking over and I'm not controlling it. Mm-hmm. Let's do something about it. Okay, I agree. Let's, so we both agree we need to do something about it. Okay, well, we need to write a schedule. Well, I can't write a schedule. Well, you can't write a schedule. Okay, well, let's try and find some information about writing schedules. Like, and then you do it like piece by piece. It sounds great in theory. I just don't know if it'll actually work ever. Like, well, I, you can I, only give people the tools to do stuff. You can't do it for them. If someone doesn't want to take ownership over their life, like you can't do it for them. It's true. You know, there's only so much. I mean, it's the same thing with creating habits and stuff. You know, uh, it doesn't work. It's like, well, it doesn't work because you don't want to put in the effort. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just, I, I'm just resistant to the... Uh, there's got to be another way. <laughs> I don't think there... Well, it's not like seven-minute abs. Like, that doesn't work, right? We know that. We know that the shortcuts don't work in most things. I mean, you, out of all people, know that in the fitness realm, the nutrition work, like, of course. shortcuts don't work. So why would it work? We're not... Why would it also... Why, why would it work in this situation? Shortcuts? I'm not saying shortcuts would work. I just don't know if it's the right approach for somebody who has anxiety around planning you Mm -hmm. know like if you have anxiety around planning and uh that disorientation of like how it feels when so many things could potentially be there and you're trying to put them into a place but they don't exist yet like that like to say we'll just get over it and do it is like it's really callous and and not i I never said get over it i said take ownership and find a way to do it it's the same so, way. It's a, it's a, if someone it's like, has severe anxiety or depression, definitely it's outside of the realm of just creating a schedule. I think they have more things to think about than a schedule. Like, I don't know that. But I'm talking about people like you and me yeah. who do go through days where we don't have schedules and we're like, what just happened? Like, we just well, went through five but, days. But, but here, let me, let me give you the other side of thing. I don't feel that way. I go through days and I don't go, mm. I don't go, oh, what happened? No, you don't go, oh, what happened? But... You feel disoriented, you feel overwhelmed and I do get overwhelmed and you feel anxious and then it comes to Friday and you're like, wait, I didn't even go surfing or I didn't even get to, I didn't even get any free time. For sure. So all those things do happen and that's, they do build up and they do do that. And I would say, if you're that person, seek help. I would say, find somebody else to help you. If you can't do it yourself, find someone else to help you. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And that, that's all I'm saying is I don't think everybody, but I think everybody has the tool to be able to do it. Okay. 
I think if you, even if you, like you said, your you, whole day seems daunting, break it up into hours. Write the hours down physically on with a pen and paper. What time do you wake up? 7 a.m. I'm going to do this. Like 8 a.m. so exhausting. <laughs> I didn't say it was going to be easy. Like, but like the, ex- I don't think you can relate. I cannot relate. But just because you can't relate doesn't mean there's some truth to the other side. I'm not saying that there isn't truth. I'm saying if you want to make a change in your life, sometimes you have to do hard things. It's like, it's like the, the, you know, oh my God, I've got this splinter in my foot. It's so painful. And you complain about it for a week and then you don't do anything about it until it's finally infected. And then you finally take it out and you're like, oh, why didn't I do that on the first day? It was painful to take it out. It's, it's uncomfortable. It's, it's, you know, all those things. I'd rather just leave it in. All right. I would relate it more to like, there's a giant tumor in your arm. And it, it really bothers you and it's annoying, but it doesn't affect your life other than it being bothersome and annoying. And you're like, well, just take it out. And you're like, well, I can't. In order for me to take it out, I'd have to cut my arm open and rip out the tumor. And you're like, well, I'm not, I'm not the surgeon, but I, I, you just do it. Just try it. That's your only way you can get rid of the tumor. And you're like, well, like. <laughs> I cannot relate to that example well, what at I'm sa- all. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying is you're thinking it's a splinter. Oh, it's just as easy as like being a little uncomfortable for a second and removing it. It's like. No, it's like scalpeling a giant tumor out of your arm, which you don't have the tools to do and (laughs) could potentially just go into a massive state of, of infection because of like, you're relating it to something like a splinter because that's what it would be to you. But you're saying that the tumor doesn't give you any discomfort. No. Yeah. No, I say the tumor gives you discomfort for sure. And who knows? Maybe it could be cancerous. Right. And if it was, like, so like that to me, like you saying that thing. What would you do in that situation? I would find a way to get rid of it. But how? I don't know. If you I... would go to a doctor. You would right. get help. You would go to a professional. And that's what I'm saying is you don't do it yourself. Right. If you you're... don't tackle these things by yourself if you're a person like me. You couldn't do that. Right. So then you find somebody who can help you do that. But you don't try to tackle it yourself. You don't I... attempt to tackle mm. it yourself. You go and get help because... You can't do it by if, yourself. If, you, if I could have done it by myself, I would have done it one of the 34 okay, years I, leading I think, up till now. I think what you're saying has finally resonated with me. Yes. If you are constantly coming up against this and it's like the fifth time that you've tried, then yes, I think you should get help. It's the hundredth time you've set goals. Right. If I, every I new guess, year you set a goal and it never right, works. I guess I wasn't thinking like that. I was thinking that it was just like a couple having a conversation and then you know, we came up against this and this is how we move forward. Like we take ownership and we move forward. I wasn't thinking. But it was as a like, couple, imagine if you've tried that 10 times. Right. If you've tried it 10 times and it hasn't worked, then you should definitely seek help. Exactly. And that's all I was, that's all I'm saying. Okay. Is I like, agree with there you. There are people who cannot do this. Right. And I agree with you. And there's plenty people out there who are, you know, professionals at this. Right. I would love to help people make schedule. Oh, I know you would. I know you would, and Maggie would. In fact, would, that's what we're going to be doing. I know that is what you're going to be doing. But, but um, anyway, moving on from that. Uh, so get in, help. So <laughs> take ownership of your life. Take ownership of your life, but understand you might need to get help. I think if that, I didn't have Taz, I would not take yes, ownership. Yes, and I over think that life. is. I think that actually. And I will totally agree with you here. I think that is one thing that people, and, and I'm not helping this by saying take responsibility. I think that's one thing that people think that they should be doing. 
and because they don't know how to do it like you're saying they don't ask for help and then they do get stuck in these patterns and they're like well i should be able to do this this is my life i should be able to organize it i should be able all to all the self-help gurus all you say yeah, they just all take ownership s- stoicism right. da, 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 da. well <laughs> suck it yeah you can do that right Exactly. People Where who you're at, are used wise, to taking action on their lives can do it. But other yeah. people who are have, you know, uh, their strengths lie elsewhere, like you. Yes. It is hard for you to do. But it's possible. It's possible. And be in the right place with the right support system. Right. And that's all I'm saying. Okay. Be honest with yourself. Get help sooner. I think that's really important. Rather than later. Mm-hmm. Not the 10th time, maybe. I said the 10th time. The probably, tenth like, time. if it doesn't work after two times, you should probably get Third help. Third time, this is help. <laughs> two strikes and you're out. Yeah. That's how but I guess, so, I guess why I kind of fought back on that was because I wanted this to be something that, like, other couples could just do at home. And, and I think everyone could probably do it up to the point where I said, okay, now you've got to create a schedule. Exactly. And I agree with that. Um, uh, now you got to create a schedule. So, so don't feel just like, you know, uh, I think the values are very important alone. Like that's an exercise totally. that's super important by itself. And then also like how you want that to look in your day-to-day life is really important. And then if you're still, the schedule thing still seems daunting, then you can, we did this, like another thing was like family, I called it family mapping. And it's just like, well, what are the things that we love to do as a family um, that, come through as our values you know like we love to play games we play we love to eat together talk hike beach surf um something that's important to us and we found it really hard to do is spend time with the kids individually um camping you know and the questions that can keep prompting you about like if you don't know these things if you're like gosh well i don't know what what do we like to do you know it's like well what do you want your kids to learn and we had a conversation about this you know do you want them to learn a specific sport um do you want them to learn a language or do you want them just to learn how to be a good kid? Like, um, do you want them to... <laughs> There's a course, just how to be a good kid. <laughs> um, what experiences do you want them to have? You know, what what habits do you want them to have? You know, aside from brushing your teeth and those habits, like, are there any other habits that you're doing that you want to try and model with your kids? What routines do you want to have? traditions how do you want to be of service as a family how do you want your kids to see you being of service you know for us i think it's we want to be of service to the people that are around us you know first and foremost our family and our friends and then um serve our communities outside of that first Mm -hmm. and i think because that's the thing that they can see the most and um and that's what we have time and energy for right now and then outside of that you know when we as things go on, like we'd love to be of service in other ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are cool little questions that you can just talk about. So if the if you're getting stuck on the scheduling thing, all of these like just talking to your spouse or writing them down if you're a single parent, I think is uh, really a great um, task to do. And then the... Oh, this is just what I've written down for our stuff. But so let's uh, let's recap all of this in terms of like what we're trying to do. So this is like how to frame goal setting for a family, right? And so I think it's just like where to start. Yeah. So so step one is create your value system mm-hmm. for this. This is our little process here. Step mm-hmm. one: create the value system. Pick two values. If you don't know where that is, Benet Brown's thing. 
values, Brene Brown. We'll, Google, we'll make a link com. to it. Um, and then from those values, then then where? Well, what do they mean to, to you as a family? Right. So unpack the definition of each one of those values, not just the buzzwords. So if it says authenticity, what does authenticity and, mean? And make sure How it's not look? just like what it means to you and your spouse. Like as a family, like what does it mean to you? What is it? How does it look through your kids? Yep. And then step three, once you figure out what it means. How do they, how do they fit into your life? How do they fit into your life? What are the actions that happen in your daily life that represent authenticity and how that's going to look? And then step four was like create a schedule around that. And so for us, because the, let's just take one example, like the adventure time, like we have adventure as a value, so it's important to us, but we don't always find time in a day to do adventures and sometimes we'll go a few I mean we live with forest around us everywhere and sometimes we'll go days where we don't even get to go in the forest so our routine is after I'm finished work we spend an hour and it's just outside time and we can either play soccer or go for a walk or whatever it is but we have to be outside so that's why that we stuck that into our schedule and then Something. Schedule it out is what you're saying. Schedule it, scheduling. We're just reviewing what we're yeah, doing. scheduling it out. Schedule it out. And then um, if you can't and schedule it out. You have some more help. Have some more help. But then the other like side things to do with the family mapping. So just coming up with things you love to do as a family, and then these other questions. <laughs> and making sure they relate to your values. Making sure they relate to your values. Um, <laughs> and then the other questions were like, what do you want your kids to learn? What experiences do you want them to have? Uh, what habits do you want them to have? What routines, traditions? How do you want to be of service? And then we had this question here, like, why? Remember we had this discussion. It's like, I want my kid to experience camping. It's like, well, why? Your why has to be important. Like, not just because, oh, it's cool to camp. Oh, yeah. It was kind of like unpacking. Unpacking. It's like, I want my kids to learn how to play Super Mario Brother. Why? Yeah. Or like, I want my kids to not fart at the dinner table. And then you have to say, why? Because this is disgusting. Right. But that's a bullshit reason. <laughs> because it honesty. smells while you're eating food. Right. And, and, and in, in, in terms of health, in terms of stuff, like it's a bullshit reason. But that one could be argued as like, okay, fair enough. Don't fart at the dinner table. I want to wear a hat at the dinner table. Don't wear your hat at the dinner table. Why? Oh, that's it's, a stupid It's one. custom. Fuck off. Like, like it's, it's, it's n- custom. What custom? How is that? How is like... You're a jackass. By the like, way, I don't it. agree with that one. That you no, no, make... I'm not, I'm not, okay. I'm, but I'm saying like, I think there's tradition that if we unpack has no meaning. It like maybe held a meaning. No meaning to us. Well, no meaning to reality. No bearing <laughs> on like making the world a better place. You know, like you could argue, okay, well, it shows manners. It teaches manners in the future. Um, they're going to be Is it because you can't manners. see the person's face maybe? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it's with the the ragamuffins did back in the day. So yeah, the, you don't want to be associated with the ragamuffins. The poor people. Know. But just unpack the why. Because sometimes it's just, there's no real reason. It's just, just because. And just because is not a good reason. Mm-hmm. And if you know the why, you're way more likely to continue to stick to it. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or teaching it to them. And you'll be like, okay, why is that important? Why well, he needs to learn how to swing a hammer. Because if he doesn't know how to swing a hammer, he's never going to build. He's going to, people are going to, charge him lots of money to fix stuff that he could fix you know like or she could fix or whatever it may be Um, yeah Pat has this one about um, wanting the kids to learn how to throw a ball yeah yeah it's like really specific very specific but in my mind I'm like isn't it just coordination like you want them to have coordination I want them to have hand-eye coordination specifically not hand-foot not I can kick something not I can throw a frisbee 
No, the I frisbee's can, hand-eye coordination. It's different. It's throwing a ball. <laughs> it's different. He, he has this like thing, and I get things because I get stuck on things too that I want. But my whole thing behind <laughs> the ball. My thing is different. The people I know who can't throw a ball are odd. They're odd, and they've got something <laughs> within their child rearing. Maybe it's tangential to that, but like they they have something about them with the way they move through space is weird and you go to throw them something and they they go like this and you're like what the hell was that that was your response i threw you something and you ah like you never want to be that person if you're that person i'm sorry but at the same time learn how to catch like and it's much easier to do as a kid uh, that's true like uh, throwing and catching i think builds something in your brain to where you can figure stuff out better yeah I don't know. well yeah so i just think like even if you're someone like pat and you you're not going to set goals and you're, you know, I think this, um, that was old Pat, new Pat, sets new Pat, <laughs> new me, new Pat, new, new year, new Pat. This task is just, is really helpful. Like just to write down, even if your spouse isn't into it, you can do it by yourself. And, um, yeah, you might even be already living the way that you want to be living, which is cool, but this Keep just it validates it. Validate it. Yeah. The-